0: Just My Baby Daddy Podcast. I'm baby daddy number one, AJ. I'm
1: Eli. I'm not a baby daddy. I'm just the father of a couple kids.
0: <laughs> Yo. <laughs> so, oh, also, you fancy. You don't give me. You're a daddy. This is the title. You're a bum, <laughs> baby daddy. <laughs> How <do> you start? <laughs> this is fine, though. This is fine. 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 This is also for fathers. For fathers, not just baby daddies, you know. Um, so the purpose of this is because we don't really get to talk as men, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Fathers, we always are are talked about, but we never really talk, right? Mm-hmm. So much stuff that we have to say that we deal with day in, day out, when it comes to fatherhood, that just especially as black men, yeah, don't us like we don't have feelings we don't have anything like that but we're here to show people that you know it happens it definitely happens
1: no that's true i mean there's so many narratives being pointed being written and talked about us it's time for us to kind of have a voice it's time for us to talk it's time for us to, to discuss what we what we go through i mean we all have stories we all have situations we all have things that we've been through in the past that hey Time, time for us to tell our stories and, and get some sympathy or whatever we're trying to get at these different points in time.
0: So I became a father in 2014. Yeah. I, I had my first child when I was 30. Then, and my second child I was 30. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you went ahead and got him out of the way.
0: My kids came back to back. Um, gotcha. you, were father, you were a father way before me.
1: Yeah, way, i um. I had a daughter when I was 23, and I had my son. I think I was about 35, 34, 35. So I have a I have a gap in between mine. And it kind of kinda rears its head in the different aspects of parenting because of such a it's such a gap. And so um, the experiences have been Vastly different from the early two thousands to the this new century. It's, it's totally different. So yeah. So yeah, that know, whole back to back thing, kudos. But that break in between, I used to say when um, when I talk about it, I was like, well, I was almost done. Then I started all the way over. That's <laughs> part of life.
0: That thing. So back-to-back thing, you don't get enough time to, like, enjoy and embrace and see how you parents Right. together. Right. One, you know, yeah. that back-to-back thing, like, you know, I'm a baby daddy now. It's a t- lot of other factors, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, you know, like, yeah, like, it's no, it's not a lot. Because imagine, imagine, right, it's a lot on the woman. I won't take that away. It's a lot on the woman. But imagine dealing with a woman that's pregnant, basically twenty or twenty-four months.
1: Yeah. So let me ask you a question: When you're saying it's a lot on her, because I'm be honest with you, this is just just real conversation. That's a trigger point when I hear that. So I want to understand what you're meaning when you say it's a lot on a woman.
0: it's a lot on the woman to have a baby.
1: Oh, you are talking about the actual birth piece? Okay, no, all right. No, all
0: of it. All of it. Like, like. Like the weight gain, the emotions, the the dealing with one child, a newborn, and still being pregnant at the same time—like that's a lot.
1: Again, look, I, getting, <laughs> I get triggered, so I, that's why I want. I look, I'm trying to make sure I understand where you're coming from. So, I, so if you're really talking about the physical and emotional toll that it takes to to carry a child, a birth child, and all that, when but when when I hear a lot of people talking about, hey, it's a lot on a woman just to raise a child, take care of a child. So that's that's a trigger point. So I just wanted to make sure that I understood where you are coming from.
0: Because that implies that they they're the ones going through it and doing it all.
1: That's exactly. And that's where like, I was like, nah, man. Yeah. I Look, that's... Okay. No, no. Look, we, is, okay, listen. Okay,
0: I just want to make sure now. Allowed to say, actually, here we are allowed to say that. Typically, you're not allowed to say that. Be bull. <laughs> bull. I, look, that's
1: that's a fight I've been feeling like I holding on by myself. Look no, no way, no way in the
0: world. This is, I can it's a lot of <laughs> fights. I could take a lot of fights we can have this I'ma I ain't, I ain't. Yeah. <laughs> let you have that one, but Hey um, man,
1: look, I take it on. Look, I I got big shoulders. Okay. So
0: how how is your relationship with the you so you have two though. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That's so awesome. I, I was so I was married early. I got married early. Um not too far out after college. That's when I had my first, my my daughter. And um, then, you know, things happened. It didn't work out. And we we um, got a divorce. And then I got remarried later in life um, after I vowed that I would never get married again. But the relationship with um, my, my daughter's mom has at times been, we've actually always been cool. But, not on the best terms because of i would probably say um a lack of communication from one way or the other um so it's really never been like yo we just hate each other now we didn't always agree on a lot of stuff that we did but it's never really well I, i can't say that it's been times where it was like nah we just really didn't like each other for one reason or another but um, we we tried to figure out a way to work through it. But it's been it's been up and down. We didn't agree on certain aspects, and um it, it's been it's been a, a road. But she's graduated off the college, so we did something right.
0: But but then and your son too though. Like you got a son. Yeah, you got one in college and one is they just
1: one in the first grade. One in college, one in the first grade. So. When I talk about starting over, that, it's, it's a couple aspects to that. It's one, you're starting over with new lessons, new, new experiences, new things that you've learned from raising the, the first one. But it's also you have to take into account the, the generational gap that's there. It's a lot of things that, that I did with my daughter just because, I'm, I'm going to say it like this, I was like a single father raising a little girl. Like the sleepovers that that she didn't get the experience because hey, how how am I gonna look to have little (laughs) girls over? Even you know what I mean? So it's gonna be a little thing, you know what I mean? I'm like, yo I never thought about that. Man, look, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you something. Yo, I used to think about it all the time and I used to feel bad because I was always one was like, yo, friends, her friends and all that, they always good with me. Well, yo, I'm a big black nigga. With a little girl over at my house, then have other little girls. Yo, that just looked away. So I'm like, yo, what would I look like saying, yo, bring your little girls over here to stay with me? I ain't got no wife. I ain't got no girl living with me. I'm like, yo, that's weird. So she and, just lost out. I couldn't do nothing about it.
0: I've never thought about that. And I'm saying, my, my daughter, I ain't never.
1: Look, because see, here's the thing. You and your head know that you're a great father, you oh, and yeah. your head know that. Anybody that's under your care is gonna be in great hands.
0: They don't know us. Yeah, that's right. But I ain't gonna lie, I don't want the responsibility of somebody else's hands. <laughs> no, really- but see, see, and that's the other
1: thing. I don't want, I didn't, I never wanted that responsibility, but it wasn't about me. That's true. It's about her, it's about the experiences that she kind of missed out on when she was with me. Right. You know what I mean? So so that's where that's where the difference is. Now, with my son, it's totally different. My son, you know, is me and my wife raising them together, which is a totally brand new experience, too. As far as, you know, both parents in the home. And so that's kind of giving me a a different outlook on different things. And so a lot of the things that my daughter didn't get the experience, my son is going to get the experience. And so, you know, those things that you know that he wants to do, he he has more opportunity. So yeah, that's going to you know, be really good.
0: I never thought about that, but I, but it's like when they come to me, they got each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I never, I never I never thought about like or or I got, you know, cousins. They got Yeah. cousins or whatever. Now, I ain't saying I let them over my house either, but I'm <laughs> 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 like, like, Hold I'm, on, you got
1: a lot of problems with a lot of people now.
0: Oh no, no, I don't. I don't got the space right now. I got either. you. I got you. Like, you got but you. but if I had the space. I'm not sure. I'm not sure because they'll just be running wild in my house. So do.
1: how does it feel having having both kids around the same age when you when you when you're solo? How does that feel? Uh,
0: I don't know anything else. Like, so I, I have nothing else to compare. I just know, like. When they're here, I got yeah. them.
1: Yeah. Like I don't
0: Know how? I don't know how I make a lot of situations happen that happen with us. I don't yeah. don't know at all. Just do it. Like I never even think about it.
1: Like how is your energy level? Like the energy. Yeah. Like that has to be like rambunctious a little bit.
0: Oh my god! And I ain't got no space, so it's like I, I hate to talk about my kids like this, but they want to yeah, You talk about them anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like like it's, it's not enough space, right? Yeah. They just all the wall. And it's like, what you gonna do? Like yeah. it's not that's definitely why I gotta move because I gotta give them more space. Like it's if I was for my, and that's the thing about kids, right? It, you really, you really gotta change how you live for yeah, them, that's true. Right? That's true. Because I could be fine right here, right? Mm-hmm. It's certain things like I don't want my kids to. to have this little space. I want them to be able to run around, do what they want to, without me yelling at them, stop, stop. Or I can just tell them, go downstairs, do what you want to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. But right here, no, I can't do this. I, I, you can do what you want. Just don't do it around me. Like, just... Do they fight for now? a lot? For now, huh? Do they
1: fight and argue a lot?
0: Oh, my God. I, I kind of wish they fought more. Really? I wish my daughter to fight my son.
1: <laughs> so crazy. so so your son runs things.
0: He, he cry, well he cries. Mm. Like he whines, right? Yeah. But, but he don't so he don't get to run things here per se because he doesn't do that here. Yeah. But he's used to doing certain type of things to get his way. And you know,
1: that's how it oh, is. That's kind of bugged. Out. So like for instance, like so we talk about the, the gap in mind, right? But mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you the funniest part about it is that my son is a monster my son reminds me so much of me because his mouth is a problem because he gets it honest now like he's a combination of me and my wife but the problem is his quickness comes from me and so when it comes to my daughter oh yeah he's a bully to my, my daughter like she's the oldest but the way he talks back to her is like you know how we might go back and forth and and and, and shoot the shit for a little bit, just joking on one another. My mm-hmm. son at six does that to an 18 year old with no no hesitation. So I'm like, well, somebody's gonna have a problem and it's probably gonna be him because he's gonna get have a couple issues with, with his parents in a minute.
0: It's like my daughter. Like the mm-hmm. one thing my daughter does is every little facial expression I have, she takes them all. Oh takes wow. All. And gets on my nerves. So bad. Yeah. Because I, I tell her, stop, stop giving me my face. As I tell her all the time. Like, oh, right. just, you know, like my daughter's just like that. But like it is great that you have that uh wonderful relationship with you, your wife, and your child, my <laughs> mom, and all of that. Um, this is episode one, so I ain't gonna get deep, but I will yeah, say Yeah, I want to hear this.
1: I need you to tell me about your relationship.
0: Uh, we ain't in the same boat, <laughs>
1: Hold on, hold on. Before before you tell me about the relationship, right? I just got one question. Have you told her about this podcast? No. Okay. <laughs> now let me ask you this question. Why? Actually, actually, no. I got I got another question. I'm say, no, no. That's what I'm about to say. Do you feel like you should have?
0: No, because it ain't going to stop anything. Mm. Like, what, and she says, "Don't do it." I'm not like, if she but says, it's not it.
1: about them in the first place, though. It's about it's uh, about your story. You know what I mean? So I I, I completely understand. In, I'm not
0: here to, to bash or talk. Yeah, exactly. Talk to exactly. So, so that's why I said I will pass on a lot of my story for right now. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, God hold on, now you
1: can you can still give me a little insight because. The one thing I do want to know is, is what's kind of molded you into your experience and molded you into what you are as far as a parent right now. And so if that has something to do with, you know, the the, the relationship with you and their mother, then that's cool. But you don't got to get deep into it, but kind of well, give me a high level well, overview.
0: Well, no, a little overview is she is an excellent mother. Um. She does whatever, whatever the kids need. You know, the mm. kids need nothing. I think she's a little hard on herself at times, but she is an excellent mother to the children. I can say that with no hesitation at
1: all. Now, that ain't the question I asked you though. But I got. Yeah, I, I like saying. the setup. I like the whole setup. Like you trying to warm the palette a little bit, but uh, you talking to me right now.
0: <laughs> but. Uh, how I get treated, like, I, it's just little stuff, little stuff that can happen. I can give you, I can give you, like, a prime example is if something happens where it's like, um, can I pick up the kids at a certain day, a certain time or whatever? And I was just like, well, what day or whatever? And I might get something back, like, beggars can't be choosy. Like, what are you talking about? You've never begged me to pick up my children. What are you talking like? It's just little stuff like that. It's, I feel like it's little jazz that's always thrown my way. Right. You know, I've been I've been at the point. I've I've been the dad that you know don't step foot in the house and i I, <laughs> I stay in the house. <laughs> and I and I, could, I started thinking about that and said, man, I can't believe, I can't believe. You know, you hear stories about it, right? Yeah, yeah. And you always think like, yo, that's crazy. That's wow. Some of the stuff that you hear and like some of the stuff I had. I would never in a million years think, I'd be like, no, this never, never. Now, granted, I wasn't always the best person. Right, right. You know, it might be a little backlash from that. I get it. But yeah, like, you never never asked me to pick up my kids. You never, you know, had to beg me to pick up my kids. So it's it's just little jabs and stuff that come that way. So, I mean, it is what it is. I'm not getting into it today. No, no. But, no. no. you think yeah, I should tell? I mean, we're recording this. This ain't coming out right away. You know what I mean? I, I may, I probably will tell her. Yeah. Before it drops, I mean, we ain't gonna say. I'm not talking bad about her. No, you you're not. I, mean? well, I am. But, I, but what I am gonna do is speak my truth and speak. You know what happens? Especially we get other guests on here. We want our guests to speak themselves. You know?
1: Oh, for sure, for sure.
0: And I, one thing. One thing I can't do is is not be genuine. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. No, I have a problem if you do that.
0: I have to give everything. Yeah, but I'm not going to be faith about anything.
1: No doubt, I respect that. And that's that's a great way to be because the number one thing that when we when we were talking about this is about being as genuine as possible, um, being as authentic and, and as true to the stories that we have as, as possible, because it's our stories that can maybe even help somebody down the road or or other people may be going through the same things in their own way. So, you know, any information or insight that we can give, I mean, it can help a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And it's been long overdue because like we talked about, Hey, our our narratives have been written for us for the most of, as long as I can remember, I haven't really seen too many black fathers out there talking about, you know, what they go through or telling their story. So, you know, it's going to be beneficial to a lot of people that we don't even know we're going to touch.
0: Right. And, you know, we um, we also, we came up with the whole idea and we thought about it. Like, we're going to have these, these primary questions that we always want to ask. So, like, one of them is, what does it mean to you to be a father? So I'm going to ask you.
1: Mm. Fatherhood to me means building a legacy with, with my own offspring, meaning that legacy is built off of the lessons that I pour into or pouring into your children is fatherhood, pouring wisdom, pouring knowledge, pouring love, pouring, um, motivation and caring. It's, it's those types of things that, that, that fuels me as a father. Um, the, the other thing that I think about is that fatherhood is for me, is a culmination of mistakes while learning throughout the process. And so you don't know everything as a father. It's it's almost like any type of relationship. You're, You're supposed to learn as you go. And fatherhood is nothing but a bunch of lessons and rewritings. And so, you know, that's what, for me, that's what fuels me to be the best I can be. Because all we know is what we know until we grow. And so, you know, those are bars that I wrote down as far as like some rap lyrics I was working on.
0: <laughs> you didn't come up with that shit off the top of your yo, head.
1: Hey, yo, I'm, <laughs> look, I'm going to tell you something, good. These, these, bars. Look, these,
0: these bars that I got,
1: yo, these bars are, are, are what got me a long way in you life, man.
0: You're going to cut that shit off for of one of our clips. Hey,
1: look, I'm telling you now, look, my balls take me a long way now. So, you know, I got some, gym. You know, I'm going to tell you a funny little story that has, it has something to do with it. But one of my mentors, I got a couple mentors for fatherhood. And um, one of my main mentors is like my uncle. My uncle to me is like my second, second father, because every time I talk to him, He's basically poured gems in and we always laugh about that because he hit me with at the end of our conversation, he was like, Hey, hey, Mo. Everybody called me Moses. So my nickname, my family, they called me Moses. And Moses. he was like, Yo, Moses. And so he said, Mo, I gave you something today, didn't I? He was like, Yeah, because he he he's taught me how to parent. He's taught me how to look at my children as as little mirror images of who I am and what I wanted, want to leave to the world when I leave here. And so that's what fatherhood is. And that's why I say it's about legacy. It's about what you pour and what's, what's gonna be left when you're gone. So, but you can't be asking me a whole bunch of questions and not kind of give me some responses though. Now your bars are not as good as mine, but I still wanna hear what you, what you got to so, say. So
0: for me, what it means to be a father I would say the answer is everything, right? Oof. As a person who grew up without a father, mm. right? So a father to me is just an imaginary thing, right? Mm-hmm. It is, it is something that like at night when I was, when I was pissed off and I and I could not, and it's times where I was like, man, me and my mother just, I just can't do it. I can't do it. We like, oh my God, my life would be so much different. Mm. I had a father let me not let me not act like I didn't have a father yeah. I had a father my father was killed when I was four oh. so I had a father and and the only memories I have of my early life like I remember I have memories of me three years old like right. but only memories I have of that type of stuff always involve my father right
1: yeah
0: I don't I don't have any young memories of like really going to school a lot or nothing like that I have memories of my father, when I'm four years old, driving around in different cars and all this other stuff. Like, I remember that. And so to me, he was everything, right? So when yeah. that's taken away, it's like it's a myth. It's a myth that just grows and grows and grows. Mm-hmm. And so then eventually it's like, all right, now it's my turn, right? Everything that I felt like I wanted, I can now do and become yeah. and do it in a different way. So, like, fatherhood, and I think that's probably what messed me up at some point, is <clears throat> I know you're supposed to think of, you know, married with kids, and that's that's the life. But I, yeah. I, I, I never once, and it's, and it's sad because I've actually been engaged, but I never once dreamed of being married, always dreamed of being a father, never dreamed oh, right. of being a You know, I, I thought that might have to be the route in order to get what I wanted, but I always Always wanted to be a father. So, oh wow, being a father, like everything wow,
1: everything. So, that but that's interesting that you took that perspective. So, that kind of leads me into the idea of like, well, who taught you how to be a father?
0: Uh, who taught me how to be a father? It's weird, right? I would say it's <clears throat> when I was younger, I would say like my uncle. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's not even, he's not even my uncle by blood, but it's through, through marriage. And he's raised my cousin since he was a kid. Yeah. It's my uncle because he, he showed me how to make sure that, you know, stuff was provided for at home. Yeah. Even if he wasn't necessarily always home, he showed me how to stuff was provided for at home. Now, as I got older, I learned more stuff, but I didn't know everything. I knew a lot of stuff, but not everything, right? And, but we all made mistakes, so, but that can't take away the love from my uncle. And really, and I got older is my grandfather and my grandfather showed me the type of patience that I've never seen from any man because he had to deal with my grandmother Mm a lot and her six daughters oh wow six she had three daughters before he got with her and then had three more and never left I don't know how he did it and my aunts are not you know they probably listen to this, but they know I ain't I ain't so I mean, I ain't, I ain't even gonna say no more, right, my right, own, right? You know, and my mother, my mother, too, so she was part of that, too. So, yeah,
1: yeah, I got
0: it. Yeah. So, who, who taught you? You said your your uncle, yeah. That's no,
1: so, part. my mind is kind of crazy because my um, my mother and father divorced when I was super young. My mother married, remarried twice, right? Now, twice, yeah, twice. So now my my first stepfather basically raised me through middle school, through high school, start of college. That's where my foundation comes from. Um, you know, the way, I, the way I learned to be a father is taking from bits and pieces from everyone. And so the foundation was set with him. And then uh, she remarried later. And that's where I, I kind of got a deeper understanding of relationships which is vital to how to grow now that whole time i have a i have a huge family so let's i i I got a huge family like maybe if i'm not mistaken i got like 15 16 aunts and uncles on my mom's side she was the baby my uncles are my uncles are ill all of my uncles i mean they we had growing up our first set of cousins are super we're always super tight so our relationships were were really um, strong with my aunts and uncles, and that really hasn't changed for the most part. Like I got two uncles right now, three uncles right now that are like my my mentors still. I'll call them up right now; they give me insight, information on anything that I ask. Like I'm their son, and so ever since my mom passed, my uncles, my uncles and my 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 um, stepfathers they they hold me down. Even my father now. And so, with my father really not being there early on the way you would traditionally feel like your father should be there, like that whole um, beautified plan of what fatherhood should be, like that we're doing, like we're present and we're active in all aspects, so I didn't really have that. And so, life, my uncles, my stepfathers, they're the ones that actually kind of molded me into a, a father that I am now because... You basically take bits and pieces from everyone and then add that on top of the little mistakes that you made along the way as you were learning how to be a father. Because I was really strict because that's all I knew. You know, so, you know, those are the types of things like, okay, well, you can pull the range back a little bit here, uh, be a little bit stricter here, or, you know, let let it go a little bit right there. So those, it's always constant self-inventory and adjustments. And so, I've learned all of that from them because they they made me who I am. Now, every aspect of me, you can almost find an uncle in my family that mirror my different parts of my personality because, you know, they, they all poured into me. And so, that's where a lot of my ability and a lot of my lessons come from is my family.
0: That's like me and my cousins. Like, we, um, we're like cousin brothers because... What's crazy is, like, my mother, it's six of them from my mm-hmm. grandmother. It's girls, right? My, uh, my grandfather had two kids, so all together, it was eight of them. Yeah. Uh, we got two boys. Um, but all of, my, all of my aunts and my mother, of course, my mother, all had boys. All had And all of us have girls. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> all of us have girls. Yeah. All of us have girls. It's crazy. At least well, I got multiple girls. Um, so let me ask you a question. One or one another one of those fundamental questions we're gonna ask, and I think it's a good one, is Uh-oh. when it was that uh damn, I'm I'm really a dad. Like, Ooh. I'm really a father. What moment was that for you? Oh, I'm gonna tell you a
1: deep one. actually. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you this one because there there are a lot of points along my way. Um I mean either whether that was getting up super early to drive from fairville to R- RTP for work and back to pick her up from daycare or um it's a, it's a lot of different stories that I can tell you but I'm going to tell you one that that hits home with me. So it was one time when I moved down to Columbia, South Carolina. Took a new job down there. And at that point it was at that particular point in time, it was just me and my daughter, right? Moved into a brand new apartment, really nice apartment, high-end apartment. But for some reason, I didn't I didn't remember to pay my light bill one day. My lights would turn out in this high luxury class apartment complex that I'm living in, and it's just me and her. I got to the house with her during the day, picked her up from school, went to the house and realized my lights were off. You know how bad. That hurt. So I, so what I did was we went to the house. I left and went over to one of our other frat brother's house and his wife it just stayed there until it got dark. So then I drove home, gave her a bath and told, you know, didn't tell her what was going on, but she was like, daddy, why are you not turning on the lights? And I said, well, because baby, it's almost bedtime for you. And I don't want you to you know, wake up and, and and be up all night so you can go straight to bed after we finish. And then I laid down after I, I got off the balcony and realized, I'm like, yo, even though it was an honest mistake, my job is to provide and protect her from anything that she that 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 comes forth, no matter if it's my mistake, no matter what the situation is. It's not for her to have to worry about anything. And she was just maybe two, three. So she wouldn't have known what was going on because I turned it into a game and all of that. But it was something that was internal that aided me. And it re- it made me realize that, yo, I'm not doing this for me. I'm doing this for her. And so from that point on, it, it kind of drove me to make sure that I go above and beyond for the, the providing aspect of fatherhood. The protective aspect, you know, those things that that sometimes we can kind of take for granted as a father and as a man that held true to me from that day forward. So, you know, now it's to a point where, okay, well, I don't mind spoiling my kids because I want them to know that no matter what it is that that they want, they can get no matter what it is. I'm going to be there to provide and make sure that they're okay. And so that one really hit home to me, and that's one of the ones that that stick with me to this day because it it, it kind of hurt. It hurt me. It hurt not only my pride, but it made made it feel like I was failing, you know, in, in just a simple mistake.
0: Well, Danifer, I, I have one of those moments. I know exactly what you're talking <laughs> about. Mine's ain't that. That definitely. Wait a minute, Eli. But. Hold on. You can't tell me your. That's a great story and everything, Eli. Yeah, but you can't, yeah, yeah. That's an excellent story, Eli. All right, you go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go the ahead. First time you realize you're a dad because your goddamn kid is two or three years old. Oh, <laughs> like I said, I got I got a million stories. I
1: got a million stories because was, I'm talking about like the first one that you can remember. Like,
0: damn, like this is like really mine.
1: No, 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 no! You can, you can do no. that. Let, let me tell you something. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm kind of educate you, young buck. You know, since you wanna, since you wanna question me, I'm gonna <laughs> tell you something. When I tell you that there's a million different time, points along the way that that reaffirms your fatherhood. That's that's what that's the whole point of that story. It's it's not. So you can go from. Oh, no, um, no, I no! Follow me! Follow me! Follow me! Let you ask me a question. Let me tell you the answer. So, so you can, like, I could go down from when you, when you first see them, um, first see them pop out, beep, you know, <laughs> hold on, you can go there to the first time you like, you realize it ain't that bad. First time you, um, you got to wake up early in the morning or first time you see a picture where they are maybe a couple of weeks old and we all have them where they are on our shoulders sleeping. we sleep on the couch. You know, all of those moments; those are beautiful, cherished moments. You 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 have a million of those, but it's 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 so many of those that sometimes you kind of look past those, and that's the other thing that we got to be careful with. We got to cherish all of those moments because sometimes they seem so small and insignificant. That's why it's easy for me right now to go back to the bigger ones because as you get as you continue to rack up experiences. It's going to be some of the bigger, bigger ones that stick with you a little bit longer. Now, that's a piece of advice that that's brought to you by Eli of you know, right, his. Hey, my baby yeah. daddy podcast.
0: Oh, Hold so on. He, it my moment was, you just downplayed my moment real quick, too. Because mine was. Damn, said, man,
1: oh, I know you were about to say oh, something. something my, daughter,
0: my daughter laying on my shoulder, but that's because I only have about five pictures of me and my father total. Mm. Mm. And the one that I have that I still have to this day um is that one. Okay, I got one. So what do you want? I had that, that one reenacted. But if we want to go to the sentimental daddy thing, uh <laughs> it's always it's always the girls, right? Yeah. It's always the girls. It's not my son. It was um it was when I was living in North Carolina, mm. my kids are living here, and I remember I was I was tucking her in because I don't I don't stay at the house or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And um she didn't want me to go back to North Carolina and she didn't want me to leave. And I was like, maybe I'll see you, I'll see you soon. She said, You're gonna leave because you always leave. Ooh. I said, man.
1: Ooh.
0: And I and like, and like I went downstairs, I actually stayed at the house that night. The mother was out of town, the grandmother lives at the house. So there wasn't gonna be a long, but I stayed on the couch and I remember her like putting her hand on my shoulder. And I almost cried. Oh, wow, I completely broke down. And then to make it worse, though, like my kids can 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 just change your emotions real fast because uh, when they saw that mother, she's like, You know, daddy was crying. I'm like, Man, fuck, fuck all this. Like, I emotional, like, that's the last time to get that shit out of me. I'm like, Man, man. but yeah, when she was like. You're gonna leave. You always leave, man. I,
1: was Ooh, I know that hurt. I know that hurt. Hurt.
0: Oh, God. oh my God. Like that. That's that's something that like I just can't let happen anymore. Let,
1: like, let, let me tell you this now. This is a safe space, and if you ever feel like you need to get emotional,
0: I got you. I got I'm you. definitely
1: cry about you got no, you. know. I got you. Hey, look, I got you. I'm I'm hey, here for you.
0: That one, that one was rough. Like that, that's rough to hear your, your daughter like you're going to leave. You always leave, and it's like I'm not, I'm not even, I'm not leaving. I don't want to leave you. I was working down there, and, all, and it was just North Carolina when I went back to North Carolina. It was just a bad time. Bad I, got I got you. Yeah, we're getting that another day. But so we're going to have this show going, and if we get it to blow up in our minds like we wanted to, right? Yeah, we're going get- to. So we want to get guests, and we talked about this before, right? Uh-huh. We're gonna if we had our mountain rush. Oh family, no, I'm about to spin this yeah. one. Go ahead, go ahead. Of guest, I'm not just saying they have to be the best celebrity fathers that you know, okay. but the best. Who are your four guests you would have? Well, we we'll go. We can go one at a time. Go back and forth. You All right, to
1: go first? yeah, we gotta okay. do that because I want. I want to. Hear, I can't wait to hear your list because that's I'm gonna good. be that's gonna All be right. good. So I how about sorry. you start? You know, you kick this one off. Go ahead.
0: Because <laughs> you know my.
1: Answer, Go ahead. I want. I know at least one.
0: Go ahead. Future. <laughs> that's my one, and you know that's my one. That's one thousand percent my one because the narrative is always shaped one sided. Okay. One and whether he he may not care to speak on it or stuff like that, but like it's it is. Like the questions we asked about like, you know, who raised you, what is it like? Like you don't you don't know this man's story. You don't you yeah. and honestly, we have no idea how the fuck he parents his kids because none of us are there with him like that. You know what I mean? But That's so you, you hear it. All you hear is stories. All you hear is one sign, you just That's keep you just keep his mouth shut. You know what I mean? And I feel like it would be a good interview. Cause I'm not gonna go in there with no preconceived notions, because I, you know, I'm just not. I'm not. I mean well,
1: I'm not either, but you know, I, I figured it was gonna be something like that because you know <laughs> I'm a little more refined. <laughs> uh, I think it's a great guess though. No, nah, I think it I think it'd be an ill conversation to be honest with you because it's a
0: soundtrack to a lot of a lot of our shit too.
1: Yeah, no yeah. doubt. I mean I mean <laughs> yes. look, it, it, <laughs> Look, at least at least the worst that we can get out of it is a clearance for a song.
0: Yeah. <laughs> man, if we had to get a, I want you know what song I want. Oh yeah, yeah. But you know what else I would take?
1: What? I'd
0: get uh uh, Threesis Mafia.
1: Oh man, you know that's those yeah. are like. I love I love that. I love their music, and I, I do want that too. Mm-hmm. So. You know, we're gonna try that as well. I mean, that's gonna be for our special episodes. Um, yeah. so you already know, I think you have an idea where I'm going with going with my first answer. <laughs> it's not the opposite of what I just said. My first one is very predictable, and I'm gonna go with Obama. Oh, yeah. I wanna go with Obama. And the reason I wanna I wanna go with Obama is not because he was the president, but because he only had two girls. And I want to see what he has to say as far as the experiences from raising a little girl and that I can probably kind of get some insight to how he did it while maintaining a high profile job where he actually had to move around a lot. You know, even with being a president and all that, I think he has a lot of gems that he could share with a lot of people on on a more humane and more, more relatable um, platform as far as what he shares. I think that's going to be my first one. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I, ahead. But I, I, see, I really think it's a theme that's about to go, so I'm going to go ahead and let you go ahead and rock Let's out. The
0: my uh, my second one would be LeVar Ball.
1: Oh, wow. I, I didn't Ball. see that one coming.
0: Yeah, definitely LeVar Ball. I, I mean, all of, you can say all that the loud, boisterous stuff, but I mean, one, it worked. Two, you got three kids that are doing well for themselves. Mm. Yellow never right. has to go, he never has to go to the NBA. He's still gonna be set for the rest of his life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He does, and 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 he does all of this while also taking care of his wife.
1: Yeah.
0: You know what I'm saying? Like you, you don't you don't hear because usually if it's somebody of his stature, you know they're gonna try to find something to tear him down real quick.
1: For sure, for sure.
0: And so yeah. for to be able to maintain your your relationship with your wife as a husband, while being a public figure and being a great father, mm-hmm. it might put pressure on his boys. Yeah, but I mean, they're built for it. Yeah, because like that—that's—that's that's where I would go. All right.
1: Well, I'm gonna tell you. All right. So it's interesting that you said him. So my second one is actually kind of in that same realm, and it's actually gonna be LeBron. 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 Now. Yeah, my- He's younger than I am, but the way he's built an empire while being active—what we can see as being active—yeah, that's that's impressive. And I want to get—I want to be able to get into it and pull the curtains back a little bit, especially with him being raised by a single mother, and seeing how you know how that molded him and how how his work ethic as far as. basketball and the multiple things that he has going on how does he actually find the time to to pour into his kids because if i'm not mistaken his youngest is a a little girl right if i'm not mistaken and so trying to balance that with two sons and a little girl that that your princess it really does require a lot of time and a lot of attention and seeing how does he really Pull that off! I really I, that would be a, a a great interview, in my opinion. Okay, so go
0: ahead. Let me see what's going on. Uh, like, yeah, Eli. Yes, yes. LeBron James and, and Barack Obama. Yes.
1: <laughs> Hold on, there. You went from future <laughs> to LeBron Ball, boy. You got a lot. You got a lot of sound on here. You got some <laughs> <few> sound bites. <laughs> well, okay.
0: Before I go to my next one, right? Go ahead. I want to say that if I had a chance, I mean, if we would have did this years ago, yeah, my number one pick would have been Joe Jackson.
1: Oh boy, if that wouldn't have been inter- interesting and entertaining. Now that one, I, I I'm with you on that one. That might not, be- I might not initially been with you on the uh, the future one, but I'm with you on the Joe Jackson one because that yeah. one would have been great.
0: But uh, now I go with Anthony Anderson.
1: Nah, is I would,
0: that one coming i will i will go with anthony anderson because he's a father in real life but he has been and i know a lot of people like he get a bad rap for that show and i don't know why what, but like, yeah oh. but like as as a black father on television he does an amazing job he did mm. the show puts together questions and and stuff like like the show made me realize and made me think about like I notice how, like, the kids don't really have Black friends, yeah,
1: right? Yeah.
0: That's also because that wouldn't be real if they had all Black friends because of where they are. And I'm starting to think about it, like, man, I don't know if my kids, based off of where they are, if they're going to have a friends where mom Black, dad Black. grandma mm. mom Black, granddaddy Black. Like, my kids, it's Black. I'm <laughs> Black, mama Black. Raymond, randy, black, Raymond, randy, black, 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 like we just black, right? Yeah, but but my kids, somewhere along the line, mom, dad might be white, might be from overseas, mm-hmm. might be, you know, what I mean, it's, it's yep. not, it's not, it's not going to be because they're not going to be in that environment, and so I want to show, how he takes himself from from Compton to here where he is now. And like just, just that transition and wanting to instill what you learn, you know, from where you grew up to still instill into your kids, even though they're never gonna go through anything like that. So I just I want to hear it. I like
1: it. All right, so you kind of messed me up with another comedian. Um, because I was going to say I want to talk to Kevin Hart, but you said Evan Anderson. <clears throat> I still wanted to talk to Kevin Hart, but he's like number four or five, number no, my five or six on the list now. So I'm moving him down a little bit. So I'm gonna tell you on pull up. Richard Williams. Okay. I want to talk to him because not only does he have a movie coming out really soon talking about the relationship and all that, I actually want to talk to the man himself to kind of get the 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 things that he's gone through as a father. The the vitriol that came his way early on for the way he raised his kids, raised his daughter daughters and and kind of see okay well what would you tell other fathers what would how would you guide other parents and, and and black fathers who are trying to do something a little different trying to instill certain work ethics and and goals and visions into their their not only their daughters but their sons as well and so he seems like he, he appears to be a great person because he has a certain old school flair to Parrington that some of that stuff could actually be useful in today's generation now, um, the stories that have been written about him the the picture that has been painted has been mostly negative, but he has a story, and his story is should be something that's inspirational to other fathers who are who are experiencing certain things that are 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 relatable so i
0: he he's somebody I want to talk to. Okay. Uh I got honorable mentions, but I'll leave those alone because I know you probably one of them probably one of the Wills that you want to use for your last one. But uh,
1: Oh no, no, you have nowhere I'm going, no idea where I'm I, going with my I, I, last well,
0: one. well like because honorable mentions you beat to like the Will Smith. Who I you know what else I really thought of? Oh. Uh early? Um, well, Dwayne Wade, of course, because you said LeBron James. But I I thought of uh I thought it would have been good to get Keenan Ivy Wayans. That would be Tina,
1: good. I, I would like that one.
0: And, and then because he set the bar for all of them as well. Yeah. That entire family. And, yeah. and what he did for everybody. But I'm going with Matt Barnes. Wow. I'm a, okay. I'm going to go with Matt Barnes because... I listen to his podcast and stuff all the time, so I, I hear a lot about his story and all of that. But the thing is, um, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy. He, he fought for his kids, yeah. literally as well, right? But all you hear about is athletes abandoning kids and all this other stuff. So he does the exact opposite, but now he also gets a bad stigma for it because mm. he's aggressive and all that like. He's a dad. Now, why, why would you want to your kids are hearing all of this stuff said about you in the media? Yeah. Right? Yep. And they see you one way and they hear all of the other stuff. How do you get them or how do they learn to not pay attention to all that other stuff? And because okay. they know who their dad really is. Yep. Like that's what that's what I would want to talk to. I would want to talk to Matt Barnes. That'd be high on my list.
1: Okay. Okay. Well, since you threw a you threw a twofer out there with the honorable mentions, I'm gonna throw one more that I I think we both would want to talk to for different reasons. And that's Nick Cannon. So he's he's still he's still on the list. Yeah, but I'm actually gonna replace him on my Mount Rushmore with Country Wayne. Because he he has a story, and that story. Is a story that I need to uh, sit down and talk to him about because not only does is is he s- creating a a a, a, um, a template for how you actually do things, he actually has the the insight to how do you maneuver and make it work. What and and he needs to be able to tell that story because. He only surf, he only touches it on the surface level. And I want to kind of, like I said, get, dig a little bit deeper to kind of get that story that, that, that people, people will want to know and especially me. And so he he's high up on my list and that kind of, that rounds my, my Mount Rushmore up. But, um, it's a whole lot of people that we really do want to talk to and I, I, we're going to touch them. But, um, yeah, that's, that's a solid, solid eight right there.
0: That is, that's a solid, eight, real solid. And then Nick Cannon, yeah, he's on both our list.
1: Yeah, he's he definitely up there. He definitely. Up, I mean, even though he's talked, he hasn't talked in the way that we want to talk about fatherhood. You know, because he only stays on that surface. We want to kind of get get his 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 points, his points of view, his visions, his um ideas you know those types of things are what people need to hear and, and tell his own truth and so that's that's why i think we both want to talk to him
0: yeah well you know what i shouldn't have said anthony anderson but i mean anthony anderson though but i did not even think of him i just thought of him as an actor i didn't even think of him as a comedian because i'm gonna go comedian we're gonna go bruce bruce Bias.
1: Oh, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, nah, he's, he's, he's high. high. He's high, 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 high up on that list. <laughs> yeah, no. Nah, no, nah, we need to touch him ASAP. That that shouldn't even be on a Mount Rushmore. That should be like, uh, we want to talk to you as soon as possible. Yeah, yeah. So, no, nah, we definitely got to work on that.
0: So, normally, we also, you know, we're going to have guests that we go through a lot of these questions and stuff with not there Mount Rushmore cuz they ain't booking nobody for us so we women with them Word. Uh, unless
1: they got to connect you know we we'll, yeah. we we'll holler at them about that
0: yeah um but there are certain questions that we that we would want to ask all of them uh then there's also questions that we want to get from the guests you know what i mean not from the guests but from the from the listeners yeah and so normally we're going to have those questions read you can send it in to us on our on our email account um You can send it to us on Instagram. You can put it on YouTube comments. But those questions are going to be done and read by our producer, Hannah. Hannah, you want to introduce yourself? What's up, Hannah? Hey, I'm I'm
1: Hannah. (laughs) Come on, you got a better introduction than that. Stella, you're the brain child. You're the you're the (laughs) that makes all this happen. You're the one that you're the engine that that drives this thing. Go ahead and tell them the whole story. (laughs) The
0: whole time. Talking about i no, I'm just this is exciting. I'm excited to be behind the scenes and encourage the conversation like on the social space and then people that want to be in our emails. Because it doesn't happen. That's why we're here. That's why we all agreed. The conversation doesn't happen. And I feel like 2021 is a prime time to just go ahead and do it. That's true story.
1: I completely agree with that.
0: So we have a segment at the end of every podcast episode, Daddy Knows Best. Uh, You can email us at contact at justmybabydaddy.com. You can find us on social media at justmybabydaddy. Um, And the question this week, since we don't have any listeners yet, is what advice would you give to a new or aspiring father? AJ. Why me first?
1: Because I told you I have bars. I'm in this is really good, I guess. you <laughs> not have to think about this. Yeah, I need, I need some time. I need some time. I need some time to put an answer
0: together. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what advice would I give? Um, my advice would be. No matter what you go through, you always got to be there for those children. Um, times are going to be rough. Don't run out on a situation just because it's rough. No matter the situation with the mother, it's all about the children. And at the end of the day, nothing will love you as much as your children. So there's no choice in losing. You don't want to lose that type of love. like why did you give that up never so just be present all the time all the that was,
1: time that was deep i like that answer uh, and you know, i almost look, that's making me wish i would have went first because um i, I don't really <laughs> know how to follow that up but in all in all seriousness only thing that i would only piece of advice that i would give is to make sure that you are a father be a father in the sense that You're a father first. You're not a friend. Your job is to raise and to instill wisdom and instill knowledge. So it kind of goes into what you were talking about as far as being present. But you also have to realize and remember what your responsibility is first and foremost. That may even involve you giving up some of the things that you may enjoy doing or may want to do because your first responsibility is to those kids. Is to be there. Is to listen. Is to learn. Is to love. Is to enjoy those moments with them as they grow. Because the number one thing that you can't get back at any point is time. time. And when you give up time, all you do is invite regret, invite sadness. Because when you look back and mature, and because we're all maturing in parenthood in the first place, because we don't have it all figured out. And so you you remember to be there and be a father first, no matter how you feel, no matter how stressful it is, no matter how much energy it takes, do that first and then reap the rewards in the end. Because no matter how hard you try, your kids are going to be who they are in the end anyway. It's your job to do the best that you can and up front. So that way they have something to fall back on when they need it. So be a father first.
0: I got nothing else to say. Alright.
1: Any closing words? No, nah, I'm ready to go to sleep now. We're
0: gonna have a dope guest next week though. We're Have a dope guest next week. We're gonna Look leave y'all. Hand All right.